0: Welcome to the Women & Money Cafe. I'm your host, Julie Flynn, independent financial advisor and financial coach. And this is the weekly money podcast, for women by women, exploring the practical and emotional side of money. Okay, back in December, 2021, we released our second episode of the Women & Money Cafe podcast. And it was called the Christmas Challenge. And this is off of the back of, in a Facebook group, we were running this this challenge to make extra money for Christmas. I thought it might be a good time to revisit that because, you know, now more than ever, people are looking for a little bit of extra cash. And what we did in this episode is we shared some ideas on how you can quickly make some extra money. Uh, some of them are gonna be like, you know, extra money in your bank account within a couple of days. Some of them are going to take a couple of weeks. Some of them are going to arrive in time for January. But I thought it would be timely to share this with you. Uh, Just a quick update, because one of the things that we touched on in this episode was switching bank accounts. Now, the place I always go for up-to-date information on this is the Money Saving Expert website. So if you have a little look at that now, you'll see that the amount of money that you're being offered to switch is higher now than it was back in 2021. So, for instance, right now today, Nationwide are offering you £200 just to switch to them and you get access to their 8% regular saver. Uh, The other one off the top of my head is First Direct. First Direct are offering you you £175 if you switch to them with access to their 7% regular saver. And if you know someone or you already bank with a co-op, if you recommend someone to the co-op, they will give you £125 each. But hopefully this episode is going to give you a little bit of inspiration to go and create some extra cash. Until the next time, take care. It's that time of year where it's always handy to have a little bit of extra cash, doesn't it? <laughs> and today what we're going to do is we're going to run through with you some ideas we've had to generate extra money. And this could be either just to help out at Christmas or some of the ideas could run into January. And let's face it, January is the longest month. So we put our heads together to see what ideas could we come up with to help get a little bit of extra cash for this time of year. So, Catherine, we we talked about this in the Facebook group, didn't we, that we have with the Women in Money Cafe?
1: We did, we did. We set the challenge um, nearly two weeks ago now uh, with the first idea to make it to £100 for the Christmas savings um, and then hopefully levelling it up a little bit more. Um, So we had a number of ideas from actual banking ideas to some more creative or flipping ideas um, and it got a little bit competitive between ourselves and some of the other experts that join us at the cafe.
0: Yeah, so what we've been doing is we've been running this for a couple of weeks now, but it's still time for you to come and join us in the group and join in on the challenge. But what we're going to do today for you is we're going to do like a little summary of all the best ideas that we've had so far. So, like right, Catherine, help me remember, you know what my memory's like, um, who came up with the apps, app subscription?
1: <laughs> that, was, um, that was originally Sitsi. Sitsi suggested that It's a really good time of year to go through your bank statements in the first instance, just to make sure that anything we are subscribed to, you're still benefiting from, you're still using. And if it's something that you're not, then that's a really easy place to to cancel and make an initial saving. Um, Obviously, that's a saving rather than new magic money. But you could then take that saving and put it aside towards your Christmas Um, kitty for want of a better word Um, but when we went through that what we noticed as well is not all subscriptions show on the bank statements Um, so for example I have had a very long-standing yoga app subscription which is sat within my app store within my iphone so we suggested also going into your apps either your settings in your iphone if you've got that or into the app store and into subscriptions and checking if there are any active ones that are due to come out it's usually the annual ones that catch people out um, and a great idea they had in January to do the fitness or whatever it was they wanted to, to do at that time. And it runs through and we just forget it's there until it goes out again. So that was the the first starting point for a small amount of the saving.
0: Yeah, um, what this popped into my head is um, if you've bought a new Apple product in the last 18 months or so, the chances are that Apple gave you free Apple TV when you bought the product. Now, if you're like me, you've not noticed that the free trial has now run out and you're actually paying Apple £5 a month. So, quick tip, jump into your phone, go into the subscriptions and see if you're paying for Apple TV. If you are and you don't use it, then cancel and that's £5 a month you've just saved. Um, Absolutely. I think when we were talking about this, Michelle, one of our regular cafe panels, she was saying to us as well that the (coughs) the Lloyds banking app now has a subscriptions tab in it where you can check out there uh, what your subscriptions are. And I know the Starling app does it as well. I'm sure lots of banks do it. So Yeah.
1: After Michelle mentioned that, I went and checked in mine as well, and it does have a subscriptions tab, which is really handy. But until someone had said, we don't look, do we? So it's always worth checking that one out as well. Yeah. I think on subscriptions as well, we also remembered that there are things like Amazon Prime, so one of the common things we're finding in the group is that two family members may actually have had Prime. So where you've signed up for the, the quick delivery, gone with the Prime. Perhaps you're, you're benefiting from it, but do you need both people in the family when you could use one member of the family? So potentially another, it's around about £80 a year um, saving there as well.
0: OK, so we recommend then like almost like a family app order. <laughs> go and check how many people in your house are paying for spotify how many people need yeah. to pay for spotify and yeah. go and see if you can just rationalize things a little bit And the great thing about this Catherine, is it's not just putting a bit of extra money in your pocket for christmas this is for the rest of the year every month it's a little bit extra money isn't it
1: yeah absolutely so i think again it was sit say where spotify's people have had the individual memberships um, but the family membership allows you to have six members of your family, which would work out significantly cheaper than six separate Spotify subscriptions. Um, so that one is, is a really good saving. For me, I couldn't do without Spotify. I can do without Amazon, but I couldn't do without Spotify. So we are on a family subscription and, and that works.
0: All right. Now, we were just talking about the banks, weren't we? And like the challenge we set ourselves is we're, we're setting many goals. And the first goal is the first person to reach £100. OK,
1: yeah, I think so I'm winning.
0: Yeah, we'll get back to that bit, right? Okay, you you cheated. I'm sure you've got a head start, right? But for, for everybody that's listening, right, if you want to set yourself this first mini goal of £100 and you want to hit it dead easy, all right, I'm going to give you a secret now, okay? It's switching bank account. It is the easiest £100 you are ever going to make. So uh, just a quick rundown of some of the banks and the deals that you can get. Santander 123 Lite, if you switch to them you can get 130 pound cash back just for going and playing with them. They want you to pay 500 pound a month into them. Um, and their cash back does take a little bit longer than the rest of the banks, but it's the highest cash back. You've got First Direct, the first account, which will give you hundred pound a month, a hundred pounds, sorry, cashback uh, with minimum monthly payment And We've got Nationwide Flex giving you hundred pound cash back. We've got HSBC, the advanced account paying a £110 £10 cash back and a £30 Uber Eats voucher. And then Lloyds and NatWest are £100. Simples. Right, so that's that's what's an offer. Catherine, talk to me about why people might not want to switch the bank accounts.
1: I think there's a, a perception that it's hard work or that the standing orders won't get paid. Um, having done a bank switch in the past, um, I'm not wanting to do one at the moment, um, but I'm going to come back to that. It's, it's very, very seamless now. Um, you set the process off. Um, everything goes across. So there isn't really a reason not to. Um, I think maybe the only thing to consider is what do you want from a bank, what do you want from a banking service, and, and making sure that, that that suits you. Julie, do you know if you do switch, how long you have to stay, or can you switch back?
0: Well, it's not even so much how long you have to stay. It's whether you actually use it. Mm. So, for example, let's say you wanted Santander's £130 cash back. Okay, so you go and open the Santander, Santander 123 account. Let's say it was me. So I banked with Starling. So I'm going to carry on banking at Starling. I'm going to open the Santander account. What I'm going to do is I'm going to arrange a standing order from my Starling account for £500 to go into Santander on a specific date. Then the next date, I've got another standing order from Santander going back to Starling. So the money's just sort of running through the account. I think there might be some requirements with regards to direct debits. Let's say, for example, you need to have a minimum of two direct debits. What I'll do is I'll just move two of my direct debits over to Santander. So along with the £500 standing order that visits there, I'll also set up a standing order from Starling that just deposits the money in Santander to cover the direct
1: debits. Did that make sense or was I rambling? It made sense, but I did want to ask. It's got to be a switch, hasn't it? You've got to change a bank account to a new bank account. So if you only had that Starling account, you would have to switch it over. But if you had a different account, you could switch that one. Um, When I looked at this for my son, he could switch, but some of the requirements were hard. So your suggestion there of having the the direct debits put on or your own standing orders sounds like a good one. Um, And there is a minimum income requirement because it does look like they want you to have a kind of more working account um would that work with the scenario you've just told us sorry uh if felicia's
0: son or someone that's not got the same level of income first direct might be a better approach because they don't have a minimum income requirement okay so it's just worth looking into them individually the only thing i would say is when you open up a bank account bear in mind it will show on your credit record so you don't want to be going and opening up five different bank accounts okay Mm. so maybe just do one at the most two and then it won't affect your credit rating. That's the only the only thing I would say.
1: Okay, so just to recap and make sure I didn't lose the thread there, it has to be a switch. You can switch your account to, and it was First Direct, Santander, and there were a couple of others you mentioned. Um, all of them will pay the £100 or thereabouts before Christmas except for Santander, um, if you get going now. Um, that's what it was a couple of weeks ago. It might just be worth a sense-checking, actually, that... Um, that the dates still apply. Yeah, well um, the worst case scenario
0: is the money's gonna arrive in January. So it's going yeah. to make that longest month just a little bit easier.
1: That is a really good point. I hate January for that. It just feels like it goes on and on. <laughs> so okay. Okay. So I I'm I'm not gonna switch. Um even though it is a, a tempting um Easy money, for want of a better term, only because I'm really happy with, I'm also with Starling, um, and I've only recently set that up um, in terms of a new business account. So I quite like the fact that I can have my business and my personal account next to each other and to switch between them. Um, so I'm going to have to think of a different way to to make my £100, which obviously I did because... Okay, I'm hoping Catherine. <laughs> you, for,
0: I know that you guys are only listening to us and you can't see, so let me just describe right now how smug Catherine is looking on a scale of <laughs> one to ten. Catherine is rating around right about a nine on the smug scale. So Catherine, do yeah. you want to tell us about how you've how you've magic taught some money for yourself?
1: Okay, so I I always start anything that I'm new with a declutter. Um I do that because we actually have much more lying around than we think. I'm, I'm an old-fashioned squirreller. Um, so this comes from my early adult years. So there was never really enough income, and I built up little habits of squirrelling away £10 here, £5 there. And then being really super surprised when I found it, however many weeks later, in the sock drawer or wherever it was. Um, so decluttering for me is almost just like the little mini treasure hunt to remind myself where all these um, squirrels are. And I think that we all do this. Um, We get a a gift voucher maybe for our birthdays or for Christmas. We put it away in the drawer in the purse or we spend some of it but not all of it. Um, And there's actually little balances on those those cards. So that's well worth looking. Um, So I did start the challenge with a declutter. um, And I've put it all, anything I have found, in a really nice glass bowl, which is behind me so that I can see it. Um, I don't have to spend it, I think it's just about acknowledging it, that this is the money that I found, this is the money that I've had, I can use it if I want to, um, but by acknowledging it, then it kind of makes space for for more magicking, (laughs) for want of a better term. So I did find £12 on an Amazon voucher, um, and then £25 in coins, in the car, in the drawer by the bed um and on the windowsill who leaves money on the windowsill <laughs> i tell you um, what next time i get in your
0: car i'm gonna be having a little rummage round on the quiet
1: oh <laughs> i missed missed chance now it's all it's all in the bowl it's all in the bowl so that was 37 pound for just mooching around the house really so that that was that was a good start um and then from after the declutter i'll do the next level of decluttering which is kind of reselling um anyone who's got children you probably already do this but the speed that they grow out of clothes and toys and then they'll get to an age where suddenly they don't want to be playful children anymore they want to be on their devices um so christmas is a really good time whether you're using it for kind of charity shoe boxes i know that's not going to make you your part of the money but it's giving something back to someone else Um, or whether you're using any of the really easy to use um apps and websites where you can resell
0: okay so talking about easy to use apps where you can resell i got all excited because you guys introduced me to Vinted. so i've been having a walk around the house looking at so i had some issues during lockdown with buying clothes So I'd on them online, they'd arrive. I'm like, no, I'm not wearing that. And then I couldn't be bothered going back to the shop because you were queuing then and there were masks. So some of them have still got the tags on. So the wonderful women in the cafe, you lot, you introduced me to Vinted and I got terribly excited, didn't I? You did. (laughs) And you keep sharing your screenshots. (laughs) I've got another one to share later on today. What I like is I don't like faff. I can't be bothered with fab and Vinted just made it so easy to sell clothes so I think after you guys told me about it I think I'd made £10 hadn't I pretty quickly so we highly recommend Vinted as a way of selling some of your clothes uh you know more about it than me though Catherine don't you
1: um I hadn't used vinted I knew about it this is my my daughter's contribution to um to the cafe um, I had in the past used eBay but then I was finding it more and more faffy um and it, Less successful. I think eBay, when I first began, you, you did feel like it was kind of worth it. But I don't. So I, I tend to only use eBay on the bigger items now. Um, there's Facebook Marketplace, which is really easy to use straight up on the app. Um, you can hide your settings if you don't want everyone in your family to see that you are um, selling the items that they gifted you for Christmas last year um, or whatever it is that you're you're decluttering. So there's a tick box if you just want it listed on Facebook Marketplace but don't necessarily want everyone in your friends group to know. Um, and then I think the other one, I want to say Depop. Um, again, not one I've used. Um, and they all have different fees. I think it's Vinted free, Julie. It is. Right, so
0: can I tell you quickly <coughs> about my Vinted experience? Go. Okay, so I got the app. I registered all, all very easy I took photos of the stuff uploaded the stuff described the stuff uh, and off we went and about 10-15 minutes later someone bought the stuff and yeah. in the app it just tells you and then you click on a bit and they've paid for the postage and you just print out the postage thingy stick it on the pa- so I had packaging for it stick it on the packaging took it to a UPS drop off point which is about two minutes down the road
1: boom, done excellent ah. excellent <laughs> Find Facebook Marketplace in the same process of photographing and uploading. That is is really easy. Um, Some of the feedback we got from the the ladies in the cafe is it doesn't always attract the right sort of buyer. Sometimes it does. You get some really good sales, nice and easy, easy communication. They they pick it up and collect. Um, I guess you could post it, but I just tend to do collection only. Um, Whereas sometimes you can get time wasters. Um, So when we moved house earlier this year i decluttered everything so and that did all go on facebook marketplace with varying success so ikea day bed that was quite a good success big yellow canoe total fail So for
0: those of you that that didn't meet us when we were in Clubhouse, there is an ongoing saga with Catherine and her canoe. (laughs) And if you keep listening into future episodes, I'm sure the story will be revealed. And if there's anybody out there that's interested in a canoe, do get in touch with (laughs)
1: us. (laughs) So, yeah, that one's not going to be successful on Vinted. So, yeah, just to recap then, Vinted ebay facebook marketplace we'd love to hear any comments from anybody who's had good successes or um, failures we're always interested in the humor of this story as well so do feel free to to get in touch with us um, what other ideas did we have julie okay uh, we've shared if
0: you come and join us in the group you'll get all the ideas there as well but a couple of new ones that we haven't shared with the group yet so you're getting an exclusive right So, yeah, big, big, big excitement. Okay, these are probably not the most exciting ways of making money, but they're, again, they're easy. So marriage tax allowance. There's some easy money to be had there. So if you're married, that's criteria number one. Okay, and if one of you is a non-taxpayer and one of you is a basic rate taxpayer, the revenue would like to give you some money back. Nice. How would I do that? um but it's, it's, there's a form you can i think you can do it online and the way it works is you get to transfer 10 percent of the amount you don't need to pay tax on so the amount you don't pay tax on is is it twelve five seventy?
1: yeah we just snuck up slightly slightly didn't it yeah
0: so and also you can claim back for the four previous years so if you're doing just this tax year what will actually happen is it'll go on your tax code so what will happen is each month, the person that's the basic rate taxpayer will pay slightly less money in tax, which means you've got more money in your pocket. If, you haven't, if you're eligible and you haven't claimed for the previous four years, this they will send to you as a cheque.
1: Brilliant. Top tip. Top tip. So I will see if I can find a link for that, Julie.
0: Right. That and the the backdated one, that takes about six weeks to process. So that's going to be a really nice boost in the middle of January for you.
1: Great tip. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, so in total, I think it's about £970. up for grabs there if you haven't claimed for the previous years. But we'll do the maths later and we'll let you know. Uh, The other one, not terribly exciting, but again, it's free money from the revenue. So we'll always take that. Um, It's not the revenue, it's just the government. Is the work from home? Allowance that you get.
1: Yeah. That is I had forgotten about that. That is a really good tip. Can you talk us through that? Right. So if you're an employee and
0: if at any point in the last year you've had to work from home, which is many <coughs> of us isn't, even if it's just one day, there's an allowance there that you get to claim for the entire year. Even if it was just one day, you can have the whole year's allowance. And also you can claim for last year as well. So I think it's £140. And the way you can claim for it is if you are taxed under self-assessment, you can claim for it there. If you're not taxed under self-assessment, you can use the working from home micro service. So just go and stick that into Google and off you go.
1: Brilliant. You're right. It's not exciting. And do you think that's one of the reasons that we don't do these things? Because... There's a lot of words there that don't sound super exciting, like marriage and tax allowance and government and revenue. Are you telling me but, you don't um, want a macro service for you're working from home, tax allowance?
0: We've
1: <laughs> you've, you've made that slightly more appealing. Um, but I think that if we know how to do it easily, then we're more likely to go and do it. So you just described that not wanting the faff and the Vinted app, and it's got to be easy for us. But sometimes it's worth that little bit of extra extra effort. So, um, again, maybe we could just, what was it? Working from home microservice is what you would Google for that one. Yeah, and I think if, you,
0: if you've got a government gateway ID, then you just do it all online from there. So instead Brilliant. of calling it the microservice, it would have been better if they called it the easy service.
1: I think there should be more easy words in finance. Um,
0: well, I think the, this is maybe the government don't want to make it too easy for us to get the money. <laughs> so, they're, they're tra- so they're trying to put barriers or mental blocks in your way to stop you getting the money. But it's you're entitled to it. So go go get it, folks.
1: OK. And once more, if you do do that, we'd love to hear your experience, what you got back from that and where you are with your Christmas challenge in the totals. All right. I'm trying to think, what else did
0: we cover? Can you remember?
1: Do you know, I think they were the the three main ideas, the bank switch, the decluttering to get started, um, and then the the reselling of things that we already had, Um, your extra ideas of the the government and the reliefs that are available to people. So that's five really great places to start. Um, And I think from there, we threw it out to everyone else to hear what their thoughts and their ideas were um, about how they, they could make some more... Um, I was kind of thinking, there what I would have done in the past. Um, And I think, so, again, this is, you get, I think you have to get creative. Um, So my daughter and I, one year, we, (laughs) we made candles. Um, Do not look at me like that, because you can probably tell I'm not super creative. But luckily, my daughter is far more (laughs) talented than I am. Um, And we sold them, um, so locally. But it's, I'm not saying that's right for everybody, but I think it's more like asking your mind to come up with what creative things could you do? What can you make um, that you could then resell that is useful in and around Christmas? So we've done decluttering and we've done reselling, but there is also what, what can be creating. created and what can be sold. Yeah.
0: No, I think that's great. And I think that, that kind of ties things up nicely as to why we started this, the cafe in the first place and really what we're all about is trying to help women get empowered around money be it that you need more money or you want to make the most of what you've got um, but really we're just here to, to answer questions and help in any way that we can and um, we have got a little bit competitive with the challenge Catherine is winning but I'm convinced I'm going to beat <laughs> Michelle so I hope you found this helpful and useful, interesting maybe entertaining at times um, would like? what we would absolutely love is if you come and join us in our Facebook group and share any wins that you've got you can see how we're getting on and see who's going to be the ultimate winner of the Christmas money challenge Um, and it just remains for me to say thank you very much for listening today thank you all thanks for listening to the Women and Money Cafe if you've enjoyed it please leave us a review, it really does help. And also please note the podcast is for education and information only, and doesn't constitute personal financial advice. Please reach out to one of us or any of the other fantastic financial advisors in the UK for that kind of help.